Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here with the Freedom Nation podcast, and I am excited today because we are interviewing Carlos Franco from out in California, and Carlos is a real interesting community guy, so we'll find out what he means by that. Um, He's also in the marketing field, um, and he started his own business, and he'll show or share with us a little bit of what's new and upcoming in his business or in his personal life that's going to affect his community. So starting off, Franco, or Mr. Carlos, how are you doing today? Yeah, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on your show. I'm really excited to be here and really excited to be sharing with people what, how they too can be a little bit more in touch to find their freedom day. Awesome. Very cool. So tell us about your story. Okay, so let's see. Every time, it's such a broad question, but you know what? I think about the origin story and how we got here today. Uh, You know, I think I have a very similar upbringing to other people, but who knows, right? I'm hoping to connect to some folks out there that let them know that, hey, they they too can relate. Uh, My parents come from another country. They're both from Mexico, and they're from different places. So they actually met in L.A., had me and then, you know, stayed together and had a couple more kids. So it's really interesting. You don't think about that too much, but being such a neighboring country, you grow up, you know, like every other teenager uh, with some identity questions, right? You know, you're, are you hundred percent this or hundred percent that, you know, are you enough of this or enough of that? So that was a real learning experience. But apart from that, you know, your, your parents are working hard. And when you come to a different country, and I know you're out there in Texas, so we have this similar border that we're sharing with the country, right? Yep. Um, you, you, well, and, and that Hispanic culture that kind of pervades through, you know, both both states. It yeah. Through, yeah. And it's very different in both states as well. Yeah. So yeah, drastically different. I, yeah, we love that. We love that. So growing up with that, your parents are working hard, and you're thinking, oh my gosh. Like, what do I do? Where's the guidance? Right. And for me, I always thought I always go back to this, you know, saying, right, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely a child raised by the village. And that's why I'm a big community guy. I'm just working hard to give back to a community that gave so much to me because, yeah, our parents do work really hard. Mm -hmm. And those traditional expectations of working hard and, you know, maybe at the time for our parents and grandparents sticking with one company for the rest of your life, it's not really the case today. And for me, it started off like any other normal parents wanting your kids to stick with a solid career, be a doctor, be an engineer, be a lawyer, whatever it is. And that was the case for me too. Uh, My whole life, I was prepping to be an engineer. And when I got to college, I, I practically, by the way, almost have a degree in civil engineering. I have two semesters left to finish. And uh, being a young go-getter as I am, I went off and I got a job at an engineering firm. Mm-hmm. They hired me. I was an assistant estimator. I also had a, you know experience in drafting blueprints. So I did all of that stuff. But that's when I realized, Jeff, that's when I realized that I talk way too much compared to my coworkers. And there was no way I could do this until I retired, you know? So I went back, I I stayed in school, had a major change, completely disappointed my family, right? Uh, But I needed to pursue that. And finding freedom has always been, 
you know, a fundamental value in me. This is what we stand for as a country. This is, we believe in these personal liberties. And regardless of who I'm impressing or who I'm letting down, I needed to pursue that. Mm -hmm. So the closest thing after doing some soul searching at the university I graduated from, eventually, I landed on marketing and advertising. That's when I fit in a little bit more with my people. And Jeff, to be honest, the next 10 years or something after graduation, I did work in the marketing and advertising field. And it was Mm -hmm. great. I worked for large corporations. I was the account executive for uh, Got Milk, which is a big campaign here in California, right? Uh, you know, worked on different campaigns with you know Chick-fil-A, Kia Motors, Overstock.com, Stitch Fix. I mean, the list goes on. These were large national clients. And I had, in some way, uh, I was able to support these efforts. That was all great until I burned out. And that happened around 2018. And that's when I decided, you know what? This is when I'm going to do this. I, I believe in myself. I've been doing this long enough. And it was just a hope and a leap. And I took it. And that's the day I found my freedom day. Mm-hmm. That's the day I said, you know, I'm going to go for it. And I've been doing it ever since. Mm-hmm. I pay for a mortgage here. And at the time, I still had a car payment. And I was just doing everything I possibly could to survive. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit about the origin mm-hmm. on how I got to where I am now. And finally, that has allowed me to have the flexibility and the gall, the confidence to actually run for office at the local level. I'm running for city council now nice. for the city of Buena Park, California. Nice. Well, the funny thing is we have virtually the same story. I was I went into college, you know, grew up son of an engineer. You know, I'm going to be an engineer, did all this stuff. I went through aerospace engineering with, uh, you know, I, I went through fluid dynamics and thermodynamics and you know, differential equations and all this stuff. And I, it was literally my second year in, I looked at myself and I was like, I can't do this. There's no way I'd sit in a room. I I imagined myself sitting in this little room, sitting in front of a computer all day, drafting, you know, airplane parts or something like that. Um, And yeah, totally did the same thing. I, I went off the deep end, got a degree in psychology with a minor in English literature ended up in the oh. finance industry. So yeah, I mean, it, you can see how it obviously was a, a career trend. So isn't that interesting? And and look, to anyone pursuing a degree or a career in engineering, by no means do not let this discourage you because Ooh. quite frankly, it's a fascinating field. I love it. I'm just built a little bit different. And I think you are too, Jeff. I, I am too. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, I just that's just, it was never going to be me. I mean, I still, do I still love building things? Absolutely. Do I, you know, I, I was, yeah, I grew up, I was just talking to a lady about the, uh, uh, they're building a new library here in town. They're going to put a makerspace in. And I was like, well, you know, I was raised in a makerspace. I was the son of an engineer. So, I mean, you just, you learn how to make stuff. And I'm like, kids need that, man. They've got to have somebody because nobody's teaching them how to make things. They sit here and watch a computer screen all day and play on video games and they don't really learn how to make things. So yeah, it's, we need that type of stuff and in our communities and everything else. So tell us a little bit about what your business is today. So what, you know, you're working in the big monster advertising world. Um, What do you do now? Yeah, actually that has uh, my clients are no longer million dollar clients. My clients are now, you know, mom and pop shops to small to mid-sized businesses at most. And I don't have that many clients. But the very few clients that I do have 
help sustain the lifestyle that I want to have. And that, uh, you know, this isn't so much, you know, I, as a marketer and advertiser, people reach out to marketing and advertising people and agencies because they have exhausted their word of mouth and word of mouth is the best form of marketing and advertising. So for me, I have not yet exhausted that. And I haven't had to market or advertise myself for my services because I know enough people and they spread the word. So business is always continuously flowing my direction. I'm very fortunate in that regard. Um, But yes, what we do with that time with that blank canvas is actually really interesting Mm -hmm. because we all say we want uh, that, that freedom. We all say we want to have more time to do X amount of things. But once you have that blank canvas on that calendar, what do you do? Yeah. And that's got to be one of the biggest challenges that I had to, you know, come across early on in my solopreneur career. Everybody, yeah, everybody does because, you know, when you're working for a company, other people are typically making your schedule for you. You know, you've got this meeting to go to or you've got this client meeting and somebody else is controlling that. And all of a sudden you have total freedom and you're like, crap, what do I do? Um, and that's one of the things we try and teach our entrepreneurs that we work with is, you know, okay, you're you're going from being controlled, so to speak, to, you know, that blank canvas like you're talking about. You probably need to plan this out a little bit, <laughs> plan some things into your day out of, you know, out of the gate so that you make sure you stay on that kind of schedule and don't get off and, you know, do all kinds of weird schedules and nighttime things and you know, I, I own a co-working space and I'm like, you know, get into a co-working space, go someplace, get up and actually go to work every day, you know, and it'll put your mind in the right mindset instead of, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, stay in my pajamas half the day and wander around the house and do the laundry and then maybe jump on a Zoom call here and there and, you know, let the world control you. That's right. We have to have that discipline. And I think, uh, what is it? I think Abraham Lincoln said that, right? Uh, discipline is the difference between the things that you want and the things that you want the most. Yes. And once you make that decision, things just become a little bit easier to organize your schedule around the things that you focus on because you're going to get what you focus on. So you might as well focus on the things that you want. Gosh, I think I'm just full of sayings today. <laughs> you, you are, man. This is You're like a quote machine. What, uh, what was the scariest thing about jumping out on your own? I mean, you had a pretty secure world and you know, I mean, as secure as you can be in advertising. I, I worked in advertising, so I know, you know it's, it's, you're only as good as you were the last campaign sometimes, but. That's true. Uh, Jeff, can you, can you tell me that one more time just so I can yeah. hear it the right way? What was the, yeah. So what was the, or, uh, you know, was it scary making that leap is what I would ask. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And maybe it was my, uh, maybe I was just naive and young and at the time, right. I know we're talking 2018 It's not so long ago, but boy, when you're on your own, making these changes, you really do evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time I, I just, you know, maybe it was an anti-authority thing. Maybe it was just that rebellion, that teenage angst. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, just to give you a little bit of a hint, I'm not that young anymore. I'm actually 32 years old. Yeah, um, still young. Thank you. <laughs> but it was one of those things that it, it was scary, but I needed it needed to happen because if my bosses were out there making a difference, they had to take that leap Yeah, at some point. And a lot of things will scare us. There, There is, you know, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Mm-hmm. And 
nothing else. For everything else, any objections life has at you, there's just a, there's just another way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And I knew that in concept, in theory. And now it was just about putting it into practice and asking for help when I needed it. And that's it. We are not alone. We, mm-hmm. I go back to the saying, it takes a village. And it really does. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, does. I mean, and it, that's, the, that's the tough part that entrepreneurs don't get. I mean, it, I, I see it. I've seen it for years watching entrepreneurs, you know, just kind of on the outside looking in with some of the clients that we had. And, you know, the ones that um, the ones that fail in their business, usually they've given up. And I can always tell when they're giving up is all of a sudden they disappear. You don't see them anymore. They're not at networking events. They're, you know, you don't see them come into the office anymore. They just kind of slowly start to disappear and, you know, then the next thing is, well, yeah, I'm going to have to give up my office or whatever, because, you know, I, I'm moving into a different business or I'm getting a job or something like that. And it's like, it, you know, it, you've got to keep around a community of other people and let people help you when <laughs> there's lots of people that want to help you. You just have to ask. That's true. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with also just sucking it up a little bit. Yep. And I think you might have mentioned this before. Uh, sometimes you need to have a contingency plan, you know, before you just blindly take a leap of faith here. Sometimes maybe you just need a part-time job temporarily until you get your other business off the ground. And that's totally fine. As long as there's an objective and there's a plan. Mm-hmm. So again, I am full of quotes today. I think, you know, the difference between, you know, having a, 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 a dream with a plan is actually worth pursuing, but a dream without a plan is just an illusion, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who said that, but I do. Yes, have it's out there. <laughs> yeah, that that is is exactly the quote too. Well, um, tell me a little bit about running for office. What uh, what made you want to do that, and and what are you running for? Uh, Jeff, I'm running for Buena Park City Council District okay. Two, okay. and. I think all politics is local politics, and it's not so much about politics, it's about the actual impact you can have on your community. Mm -hmm. This is a great place to start. I know that a lot of people, I'm a first time candidate, by the way, and I have helped other candidates win their races before, so I'm not totally green, Um, but it's one of those things that I think that's where we can make the most impact. And the city of Buena Park, is probably reflect, it's a very diverse community mm-hmm. and it's probably reflective of a lot of things happening, not just in our community, but in many other people's communities at the local and national level. Mm-hmm. Um, we want similar things. We have this concept of success. You know, we work hard. How do we achieve these things? And, you know, the market is changing. We have different factors like the pandemic. I mean, there's a lot of things that are consistently moving. And how do we deal with it? Mm -hmm. What I want to contribute to this community and hopefully inspire others to pursue is, first of all, to accept that change, Mm -hmm. to accept that that change is going to be constant and try to pivot in a way that is probably going to be scary, but it's worth it. Um, If the pandemic has laid off laid you off and you no longer have your job then consider building a business mm-hmm. like many of your listeners are interested in doing uh consider finding that freedom day i think it comes down to figuring out what you want it's a very reflective period in our t- in our lives mm-hmm. figuring out what you want focus on it develop a plan and and go after it 
because this life, I don't think this life is worth living unless you're enjoying it. Yeah. And, and that's it. I, I'm not saying corporate America is a bad thing or whatever anybody chooses to do is totally fine by me, of course. Um, but as long as you're choosing, as long as you're doing what you choose to do, that's the important part. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you think are the biggest challenges for, for Buena Park that you want to go in there and, and fix? Yeah. You know, and there are a lot of challenges in many different ways. Um, the fundamentals are important. I want to make sure that our streets are safe and clean. And that includes, you know, everywhere from the city does basic stuff, right? You have street sweeping, um, you have trash collection, Mm -hmm. and that's all good. But what about, you know, making sure that your local business does make sure they don't have any graffiti on it, right? Mm -hmm. Or perhaps there are randomly some dumpings of mattresses or couches or whatever the case may be. And it happens in every community. Yeah. Uh, can we, can we help beautify that? You know, can we pay attention? Cause a lot of that stuff is not, you know, it's, it's, it becomes a broken window thing, right? If you see that broken window, people are going to think it's okay to do it. Yeah. But if you just pay people attention. Just don't care. Yeah. They just don't yeah. care about the community and it just keeps compounding and snowballing. All we have to do is just, you know, not share our thoughts, but share our compassion Mm -hmm. that we do care about this community, that we care about each other as neighbors. And once we pay attention, just those little efforts help keep not just the streets clean, but Mm -hmm. also the streets safe. And that builds a foundation for thriving. Another thing that I would focus on is uh, education. And Mm -hmm. I know we focus on allocating resources to the education of our youth, and that is still very important. But what about the education of adults? Mm-hmm. What about the people that want to make a career change as a result of this you know, pandemic or point of reflection that we just talked about? Mm-hmm. What about giving people the tools to expand on living a better life? You know, we talked about uh, you know, the four-hour work week. Mm-hmm. If that's something someone chooses to do, how do we give them that education? Yeah. And lucky for us, you know, we have obviously books available. We have audio books if you know, you're not a fast reader like myself. Mm-hmm. But we also have great podcasts and great groups and forums that we can have, you know, social groups to support the thriving of ourselves and continue that education. Absolutely. And and finally, of course, it's the local economy. Business is very important to me, especially as a marketing advertising guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got to keep, you know, the flow of that currency. And how do we make Buena Park more attractive? And for those of us that don't know what Buena Park is about, Buena Park is considered the Southland, the center of the Southland. It's located okay. in Southern California. Mm-hmm. We have a theme park called Knott's Berry Farm. Oh. Uh, oh, there you go. And a bunch of other entertainment venues like Medieval Times and Pirate's Dinner Adventure. Yeah. Buena Park is a really great city. It's diverse. It's it's fun. It's healthy. It's considered very close-knit, even mm-hmm. adjacent to L.A. County. Yeah. So we're, we're very proud of that. County there or? Yeah, we're Orange County. City. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just, and it's a place that attracts people in, you know, so you want it to be attractive and, and safe for, for visitors that are coming in. Otherwise it gets a bad name. That's right. And for people that, you know, are having those career change moments, yeah. how do we focus on the local economy to allow these people to start a great business? Yeah. You know, that's it. How do we help fund that? How do we give them the resources, the capital? How do we get them to learn to market their own business if they just have a great idea to build a widget or or cook a really great meal? Like, what, what does it take? And I want to focus on those people. 
because that's going to sustain that I, I focus on that because it, to me that translates to sustainability it it translates to self-reliance with the support of a community okay. we're not alone but we're also not um you know the I don't believe we should be the type of government that just pushes out a bunch of resources and tries to solve a problem by throwing money at it. It's not always the case. So education, local economy, and clean and safe streets are probably my top priorities here in the city of Buena Park. And that's that's what local politicians should be doing. You know, everybody starts to get into all these other things that are really more national political things. And and it's it's just good blocking and tackling at the (laughs) at the, the local level that, you know, you want to live in a safe spot. You want it to be nice, you know, and a nice place to grow up. You want to have good parks and everything else. And you want to, you know, you want to have a good economy that attracts the right kind of people to the area that want to grow and everything else and attracts local business, you know, that, that can grow and be successful. So yeah, you're right on the, right on the point there. Um, all right. Thank you. So let's, uh, let's talk about the fast five questions now. All right. All right. Here we go. So you wake up. Number one, you wake up in the morning. Business is totally gone. You have 500 bucks in your pocket. You have a laptop computer, place to stay, food and uh, food and clothing. What are you going to do first? Oh, wow. Uh, so I don't get a savings account or anything, right? No, Let's see. No, no, no. You have 500 bucks, buddy. <laughs> 500 bucks is my savings account officially, and I'm yeah. going to start dialing for dollars. And I think as a typical marketing advertising kind of guy, the first thing I'm going to do is start calling people and pitching, in a, um, pitching them on some services I could possibly provide them. So that's uh, that's what happened, actually. And I that's not too far from the truth for me, actually. Um, but yeah, everyone thought I was crazy. And I said, well, I'm going to start calling people, start getting references and Figuring out how to drum up some business out of nothing, right? That's awesome. Well, that's once you figure out that the scariest thing for me was always, you know, how am I going to feed my family and all that? And I came to the realization, I make my own paycheck now versus somebody else doing it. So <laughs> however hard I work, I'll, I'll succeed, you know, if I work hard enough. So, um, okay, cool. So now what's the biggest business mistake you've ever made? Wow. Uh I've made a ton of business mistakes. Yeah, you got to pick one here. Yeah, we, we we learn from these, right? But I got to say, and this is something that I think time kills all deals. Hmm. And sometimes you may not have all the right answers, but you got to make a decision. You got to make a move. And there's no point in going through an analysis paralysis. You want to be perfect. You want to provide the best product. I completely understand that. I do too. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can't wait. You got to make a move, even if it's the wrong move, because you'll fail forward. You'll learn from it. Mm-hmm. And being transparent with my clients has been, um, I guess, the strength and the weakness of, you know, s- sitting and waiting it, 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 at times for me in the past. So time kills all deals. Don't wait. Move forward and you'll learn. And, and perfection is unattainable. Progress is better than perfect. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> so you are just full of like all kinds of stuff today. Um, <laughs> what's a good book that you would recommend? Hmm. I listen to a lot of audiobooks, Jeff, and I'm an auditory learner. I think a lot of people are visual learners, as they describe. I will listen and learn very quickly. And that's probably why I'm so full of quotes, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I recently finished uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules of Life. Okay. And I thought that was so interesting. It broke things down um, that were very simple. Like, I think rule number one was stand up straight. You know, don't be a lobster or something like that. It was very weird. But he explained it very well. Because within posture, build self-confidence. When you feel well, you, you want to achieve more. And it's these little adjustments that we can control. There's a lot of things in life we cannot control. But the few things that we can control, let us empower ourselves to do that and, and do the best we possibly can. So It reminds me of Admiral uh, Bill McRaven's uh, speech to the, the UT grads. Okay. Said, Get up and make your bed. Yes, that was that's exactly the whole speech is get up and make your bed. And that, you know, he was like that, you know, if you get up every day and you make your bed right away, he goes, you have accomplished something right out of the gate. And then it just then it's like a snowball for the rest of the day. But if you don't do that, then you're already behind and everything else. But, yeah, it reminded me of that when you said stand up straight. A hundred percent. And gosh, you know what? I think a lot of people wake up feeling like there's a deficit. Like they owe the world something like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to feel that if they didn't make their bed or if they didn't stand up straight, that all of a sudden it's a recipe for failure. I don't want them to feel that way either. But if you are feeling up to it, make your bed, stand up straight and go charge and challenge the world. You got this. It's the small things like that. I mean, once you make that ingrained into you, I remember my wife and I, I started doing this several years ago, I think it was about the time that McRaven said that. And I was like, you know what? He's right. I'm going to start doing that. And and now it's funny, like on a weekend, if we don't make the bed right away, I'm like, even if we're like changing the sheets at that, I'm like, ah, I got to make the bed first. I can't just, it's, it's ingrained into me. It just feels like I haven't accomplished something right out of the gate. What's a good tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend to somebody? You know, Access to tools can be interesting and challenging sometimes, right? I use a ton of tools everywhere from like, you know, Salesforce to Microsoft Teams. I mean, the one thing, if I were to break it down and just give somebody an easy tool that they could have access to is just Google Calendar. We talked about the blank canvas and what to fill it with. And when you focus on what you want, you're going to get it. So Think about those things. We all have 24 hours in a day, regardless of how long you want to sleep. Sleep is very important. So make sure you block that off. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, you know, for me, fitness is very important. So it's a block on my calendar. Everything else I do goes around my personal well-being because I have to feel well. I have to, you know, be ready to challenge the world because great opportunities could come up. But if you're not feeling your best, you might as well not have them. So Google Calendar is important. Google Calendar, if you'd see mine, mine is all color coded for different things. So I could tell uh-huh. like things that are things that are uh, important are in red. I have like things where I'm interacting with my peers is yellow. Green means money. You know, orange means I'm doing things in the community. And I, I manage my I manage my schedule by that because I'm like, OK, all the green things, if I don't have enough green things, that means I got to do the other things to get more green things. And if I have too many green things, I'm going to get behind and I'm, you know, then I'm going to have to scramble to, to network again. And, and that is so up. funny, Jeff, you know, it's so funny that you and I both have the same color coordination on our calendars yeah. and we don't even compare calendars, but yeah. we've made the same psychological association with color and activity, yeah. the same color, same activities. That's yeah. so funny. 
Absolutely hilarious. So what's a good way for people to get a hold of you if they if they're interested in learning more about you and uh, maybe about your campaign or maybe just um, you know a little bit about your business? Definitely. I I use a personal portfolio website called culture-fluent.com. And that is like a primary hub to, you know, get to know who I am and what I'm doing. And that has links that'll branch out into some of the other things that I do. And as as a marketer and advertiser, I'm practically on every single social platform you could think of. You could literally Google me, Carlos Franco Buena Park, and find my entire life story. But the one platform that I am very active on, and I encourage people that if they do want to connect, I am happy to help them if they do reach out, Mm -hmm. is just through Instagram. It's a great platform where it's simple and you get a good glimpse of people that way. It's a public profile. So that's the only one I have. That's awesome. And I provided that. um, It's called El Ganido. That's my Instagram link. That that means the howl in Portuguese. Uh, Buena Park is known for its coyotes. So we howl here. (laughs) I love it. Uh, well, fantastic, my friend. I, I appreciate you taking your time today. It was just a pleasure to get to know you. And and uh, it's scary that we're kind of like brothers from another mother. I mean, we, we think the same and we've had the same background in a lot of cases. So um, just is great to get to know you. And uh, and I, you know, I recommend people reach out and uh, and get to know Carlos. He's, he's a cool dude and um, certainly uh, wish him well as as uh all the uh, all the politics and all the things that can go on in politics. When is the election for you? Election is November 2022. Okay, so I have a few months. We're campaigning really hard, and we're having a lot of fun doing it because nothing in this world is worth doing unless you enjoy it. That's the thing, right? We have to enjoy what we do. Our our local elections here are all in uh, in May, so it's yeah they're off from the from the the national election so yeah you you can get caught up in the noise of the national elections that way. a little bit well great my friend well thank you so much for your time today and i appreciate you being on the show um look forward to getting to know you more down the road here and uh and learning you know a little bit how this goes and good luck on the your uh upcoming election thank you so much jeff i i look forward to listening to more of your shows thank you so much for having me on here Appreciate it. Well, folks, uh, as always, thank you for joining the show. We really appreciate you being on here and listening. Um, you know, of course, season two really focuses on people like Carlos, where we're really focusing on uh, people that have done this, you know, people that have gone out and they've found their freedom day and they've found the ability to make themselves a, a business that got them started. He was very much like I was. He kind of ripped the Band-Aid off and jumped out there. It's not the smartest way always to do it. Uh, but for me, it was that way. And I think for Carlos, the same, you just had to do it. Uh, but, you know, if you do it smarter, you can actually get something started on your own on the side and build that up until you're ready to make that transition. So those are some of the principles of Freedom Day. And you're seeing it right here with people like Carlos. So as always, we re- release our show three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, we will also um, be doing a few little side shows here and there. So you need to subscribe to the channel. So wherever you're listening to us, whether it's on Instagram, whether it is uh, through any of the podcast channels, whether it's through Podbean, wherever you're listening to us, hit that subscribe button. So you make sure that you catch all the shows that we have that come out. So thank you very much. And we will see you back here for the next show.